Movies and musicals on RTE Lyric FM, sponsored by IFI at Home, the new streaming service from the Irish Film Institute. Come home to film. Come home to ifihome.ie. Everybody here for the interview? What little lady made these? That is revenge. You're going to need more men. In the south of France. It is a problem, I admit. Dumbledore asked that I give you something. Save the moon, save Earth. Why are you so handsome? I may vomit with you. The hell are you supposed to be? The movie news. I'm vengeance. With Garrett Daly. Ooh, big Astoria. Garrett, you join us on the line today. A few uh, gremlins in the works today, but you're welcome. Um, we're going to start with, with news of Ariana DeBose. Now, she's very much, I think, the favourite uh, to win the Best Supporting Actress for her role as Anita. And she won the SAG the other night. The big question has been, what's she going to do next? And you have the, you have the story for us. I do, but I, I presume she's getting lots of offers. Yeah. I mean, she was magnificent in the film. She just had this great energy on screen. So I could imagine that the agents are just fielding so many offers. A big one has come in from Marvel and Sony, who are doing a project called Craven the Hunter. Now, this basically is, I suppose, it's a follow-on in, a, in the franchises that we know. Aaron Taylor-Johnson is going to play Craven in it, who's a famed sort of Spider-Man villain and, and Russian big-game hunter. Hunter character in Marvel lore, and the film is said to feature his family members as major characters. Russell Crowe is actually cast in the movie already. She's tipped to play a character who's a sort of voodoo priestess who utilizes magic potions and is the occasional partner of Craven. J.C. Chander is uh, directing the film. They've already scheduled its release date, January 13th, 2023. You better, you better get shooting it, eh? Yeah, exactly. Now, another actress we know her from the likes of Ozark and Inventing Anna, Julia Garner, what is she up to? Julia Garner, she's she's super and and has great power on screen. So she's going to star in a film called The Royal Hotel. She's joining forces with a director, Kitty Green, who had directed The Assistant that she starred in. Now, this one follows American backpackers Hannah and her friend Sydney, who resort to a working holiday at the Royal Hotel, which is a bar in a sort of tiny male-dominated mining town deep in the Australian outback. The hotel is notorious for cycling through young female employees every few months and it isn't long before they're subjected to mind games and manipulation, trapped in the middle of nowhere, unsure who to trust. I think the outback recently has been the subject of many kind of dodgy (laughs) settings. Australian Tourist Board will have to work on the uh, the outback perception on screen. But production for this is going to start uh, in the summer and it's it's quite the year already. Uh, Ozark, the, the sort of final season is going to be coming in April and she's recently signed on as well for a permanent thriller called Apartment 7A. So Julia Garner just a hot property at the moment. Very good. Now it's always interesting to see what Sam Mendes is up to because he doesn't tend to do movies back to back. He sometimes does a little stage work in between but he has started shooting his, his next feature. It's called Empire of Light and they're filming on the south coast of England and it's been lent to cinematographer Roger Deakins, who he worked with on 1917, is involved as a cinematographer here. So we know it's going to look lovely. And it's a love story set in and around a beautiful old cinema in the 1980s. Uh, filming's going to take place in Margate and along the Kent coastline. You've got a cast already, Olivia Coleman, Michael Ward, Colin Firth, Toby Jones, Crystal Clark, Tom Burke, all star in the movie that Mendes has written as well and is producing a alongside Pippa Harris. Lovely. It sounds sort of a bit of a cinema paradiso set in England, Absolutely. maybe. <laughs> that kind of a feel to it. Uh, have you news of a sequel? <laughs> I do. <laughs> well, this has been long rumoured, I must say. Uh, so Brad Pitt's production company is called Plan B and he's 
jumped on board the development of a Beetlejuice sequel. Now, this has been spoken about for many years because you have to go back to 1988 for that supernatural comedy uh, to be first on the screen. It starred Michael Keaton, Alec Baldwin, Gina Davis, Catherine O'Hara and Winona Ryder. Tim Burton directed the original and it kind of remains a cult favourite oh, of this day. So I think we might be seeing a bit of momentum now that uh, they're on board. And maybe if we say Beetlejuice three times, it might actually happen. <laughs> OK. What about Michael Doug? Douglas, an interesting role coming up for him. Interesting role on the small screen, a limited TV series for Apple. He's going to star as US founding father Benjamin Franklin in a new limited series. It's based on a Pulitzer Prize winning Stacey Sheaves novel, A Great Improvisation, and it deals with an elderly Franklin as he engineered the Franco-American Alliance of 1778 during the American Revolutionary War. Kirk Ellis will write the show and serve as executive producer and Tim Van Patten will direct it. Okay, and we're staying on the small screen? We are because a huge success for HBO in um, Euphoria and they have announced that it is the most watched series only behind Game of Thrones. So that was quite a high bar to, to reach. Yeah. They, they had this season finale this Sunday just gone and they reached 6.6 6 million viewers on the night, but they've totaled 16.3 million viewers across all platforms. Now, what's really interesting here, the show per episode viewership was up nearly 100% from its first season. And it's now also the most tweeted about show of the decade so far in the US with 34 million tweets. It's a super <laughs> series as well. Wow, so okay. I'm not surprised. Yeah, uh, Zendaya leads the cast, a fantastic young cast in it. And if you've not seen Euphoria, I would recommend you check it out because it is a really good HBO series. Very good. What about a trailer watch for us? Naomi Watts starring in a movie. Now, if you like your sort of survivalist tales where, you know, someone has to struggle at every inch of the frame, yes. Infinite Storm looks like the one for you. It's about an experienced climber that Watts plays who ascends Mount Washington. She turns back before she reaches the summit as a huge blizzard approaches. And on her way down, she encounters a lone stranded man and is takes it upon herself, really, to get both of them down the mountain before nightfall arrives and they succumb to the storm. Uh, Billy Howell, Dennis O'Hare, co-star in it. It's called Infinite Storm and it's going to be out towards the end of March, but Naomi Watts leaving that film. OK, let's take a little clip. You know what day it is. Anyway, it's cheaper than therapy and mountains always listen and never talk back. Watch the weather. I will. Hey, see anyone else up there? No, it's just us. Yes, but as you told us, Garrett, she is not alone on that mountain at all. That is Infinite Storm. Let's come to new releases and the big one is The Batman. Fear is a tool. When that light hits the sky... It's not just a call. It's a warning. If this continues, it won't be long before you've nothing left. I don't care what happens to me. It's only going to get worse for you. Yes, Garrett, Robert Pattinson uh, as the caved crusader on this occasion. 
always interesting when you do have a new character, a new new actor taking on a character like this. Good director as well, Matt Reeves uh, from Planet of the the Apes, mm. but a good cast as well. Zoe Kravitz, Paul Dano, and uh, Colin Farrell in there as well. But you've you've actually seen this already. Yeah, so um, it's spectacular looking. Uh, Robert Pattinson as the Batman. What do I think? Well, you know, he's always done dark and troubled well. Let's let's face it. So you know that works, and he doesn't go for sort of the beautiful look. You know, he's he's troubled in this. Um, Paul Dano as the Riddler again he's always done weird and unhinged very well so that also works do you know it's very much sort of a thriller horror but also detective story in it which worked well look it's it's very dark it's pretty violent and there are no lighter moments I could have done with with a lighter moment here and there I think particularly in the current climate it's kind of tough but um, a lot of thought has gone into the screenplay and the sort of intrigue of that central story the Riddler kind of keeps you guessing sadly Garrett it's far too long it's nearly three hours which I thought was you know pretty self-indulgent they could have cut a good 20 minutes off it I always think you know leave your audience you know waiting for more more and wanting more instead of getting uh, uncomfortable in our seats but it worth a watch for that audience. Look, you know if you're going to like this. I think particularly that sort of teenage male audience how, will be enjoying it. How was Colin Farrell? He was good. I mean, part of me felt he was up, you know, he did very well, but but part of me felt they've they've done him up in this extraordinary way where he's unrecognisable mm. and there are lots of actors that look like that anyway, you know. Um, but he, he did it very well. But you kind of, it's very hard not to think that's Colin Farrell behind all of that, you know, here and there. But he, he does very well in it. Um, a really impressive soundtrack from Michael Giacchino, which we're going to check out later. I really liked it. That is The Batman. What else have we? Yeah, and there's talks of spin-offs, isn't there? As oh, well, I with think the so, without any yeah, spoilers yeah, so or anything that could that'll, that'll happen. OK, so yeah. we've got Ali and Ava as well. Sparks fly after Ali and Ava meet through their shared affection of Sophia, the child of Ali's tenants, whom Ava teaches. All find comfort in Ava's warmth and kindness, while Ava finds Ali's complex and humour irresistible. We've also got an Irish movie, You Are Not My Mother. This is set in a housing estate. Um, Hazel Dupe plays um, uh, Chara, whose mother goes missing. Thing. And when her mother returns, there's something odd about her. She has to uncover the truth and disappearance and the sort of dark secrets that exist in their family. Um, and it's uh, directed by Kate Dolan and uh, good cast in it, good young cast in it as well. We've also got an Irish movie released on Netflix as well called Night Ride. Uh, this is a real-time one-shot thr- thriller done in one shot about a dealer trying to pull off one last job in order to go straight and the always wonderful Mo Dumford stars in that. Very good. You've picked an Irish movie for our TV movie? I have, yeah, because it's a kind of irresistible movie. You might have seen it before, but you'll always kind of stay with it the minute you start watching it because it's about two childhood friends living in Dublin. They've grown up, though, to unfortunately be heroin addicts, and this is sort of set over the course of the day as they wander the city, sort of beg, borrowing and stealing enough cash to feed their habit. Wonderful turns in it from Mark Haller mm. and Tom Murphy. It's a Lenny Abramson movie. It's Adam and Paul, and it's on tonight at 5 past 11 on RT2. Oh, it's a great movie, and- you could watch it again and again. I totally agree. Lovely recommendation. Gareth, thank you very much indeed. Thanks, Aileen.